Locked on Horn Frogs. Uh, TCU, are they already in the college football playoff? Can we say they're a lock? We'll talk about that next. Plus, it's award season, and a lot of TCU players came away with Big 12 honors and some national honors on Wednesday. We'll discuss all that coming up on Locked on Horn Frogs. You are Locked on Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is Locked On Horn Frogs. A couple things. So, first off, I know you guys aren't super interested in my plight or my excuses, but uh, sorry for the lack of content so far this week. Uh, my laptop died on Tuesday, and so I've been trying to figure out a workaround. I think I have to get me through the rest of the week. And so it'll be more consistent Wednesday through Friday or yeah, Thursday, Friday, whenever you're seeing this. Anyway, also uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you to those of you who have. We're up to 300 subscribers, which is awesome. Um, and I appreciate you guys supporting what we're doing here at Locked on Horn Frogs. College football playoff rankings were released on Tuesday evening and TCU has moved up from number four to number three following Ohio State losing to Michigan. Uh, your top four now are Georgia at one, Michigan at two, TCU at three, and USC sitting there at number four. Ohio State at five, Alabama at six, Tennessee at seven, Penn State at eight, Clemson at nine, and then Kansas State coming in the top ten. A few interesting things about this ranking to me. Number one is uh, K-State is now a top ten team, which is significant because it means that there's a top ten matchup in the Big 12 championship game. The Big 12 put this out yesterday only conference championship game in the country that features two top 10 teams. So beating Kansas State twice, you can look at it a lot of different ways, but it's all pretty much a positive for TCU if they can get it done. Obviously, they're a lock if they win anyway, but um, it would just be another kind of feather in the cap for their resume, getting it done against the Wildcats a second time in the season. Um, Ohio State's now at five. Alabama kind of lurking there at six. And so I know the big question for a lot of Horn Frog fans is, is TCU already in? And I've been pleasantly surprised the general consensus around the country lately seems to be that, yeah, they've locked up their spot. Basically, the top four is pretty set, barring a blowout loss by USC or a blowout loss by TCU in the conference title game. They're probably getting in. Now, obviously, you want to win on Saturday. And I am not like – I think they have a great case, even if they lose. I'm not totally convinced. And maybe this is me just looking at things from back in 2014 when they were number three. And at that time, it was all about not having that 13th data point. And because of that, TCU and Baylor got left out. And that's why the Big 12 instituted the Big 12 championship game. And now it could end up hurting TCU because, you know, if they lose and it hurts their resume – if they win, it bolsters their resume, but in a lot of ways, they're already pretty secure based on some of the chaos that's happened around them in the past few weeks and the ability for them to keep winning football games. And that's been the recipe all year long, and they've done it to this point. Now, I think they could get in even with a loss, but I don't want to chance it. Win and you force yourself into the playoff. You're good. You're in there in solid standing, and you're probably sitting at third unless something crazy happens between Purdue and Michigan or Georgia and LSU in the SEC title game, even though I'm not sure they would drop them down that far, even if they lost. 
But TCU is in a good position. You know, USC is going to play Friday night. And if they lose, I think it gives CCU an even better chance to have some wiggle room, regardless of the result on Saturday. But the main reason I want to win on Saturday is just because of what's at stake outside the playoff. I mean, I still think best case scenario is you go 13-0 and you have a just ironclad resume that can't be picked apart at all. But regardless of that, I mean, this team won the Big 12 in the regular season by two games, really three games because they had the tiebreaker over Kent State. So to not come away with a conference title will be incredibly disappointing. There is a chance that if you lose, you get sent to the Cotton Bowl instead of the college ball playoff, which would be a real bummer to end the season. But it would just be a tough – it would be a tough way for this team to end the year. Now, obviously, if you go and win a playoff game and play in the national championship game, you're probably not super worried about who the Big 12 champion was in 2022. But they've been so good all season long, and they handled their business really well. And I just want to see them get it done. For their sake, I'd like to see them hoist a trophy, have a chance to celebrate, have a chance to kind of take a deep breath and not relax fully, but at least for 24 hours or 48 hours, just enjoy what they put together. Because it's been incredibly special. I don't know, I don't know what Sonny's going to do for an encore. But he has some some big shoes to fill. There was a comment yesterday, um, and I'm sorry I don't have the YouTube video pulled up, but it was it was really insightful in that um, basically they were saying, hey, I, the only thing I'm really worried about right now is if Sonny Dykes were to leave. And I think he's I'm, I think he's in a really good situation at TCU, and I don't think he has eyes for anywhere right now. But you know, these things are always fluid. Um, but it did make me think about, man, he's got a tough act to follow. Like if, even if worst case scenario, you end up 12 and one and end up in the cotton bowl, that's still of a heck of a season for year one and a new era. So big expectations. Um, I just want to see him finish the job Saturday. And it's not even really about the playoff implications, even though I think, those are still at stake and you at least open the door to scrutiny and you open the door to them looking at things and saying, okay, does a one loss Ohio state who's only losses to Michigan or does a two loss Alabama deserve to be in? And that's a dangerous game to play with the committee because we've seen how much they value brand names. Overall though, I really like TCU's chances and them winning the big 12 championship game. I think it's just more about, adding a trophy to the trophy case and cosmetically like it just sounds better. It's a great season. It's a great way to end, you know, the quote unquote regular season, even though technically it's a postseason game, but the frogs are in a great spot and, you know, we'll, we'll know more at about 3 PM on Saturday afternoon, as far as what the future holds. Um, we have some injury updates coming up and then also I want to give you the lowdown on the Big 12 awards, on some awards that uh, Max Duggan took home today. All that coming up next. Before we do that, though, I do want to uh, shout out Bet Online. Bet Online is uh, just a great service. And, you know, they, they've been with us for a long time here on the Lockdown Network. If you're interested in dipping your toe in the sports betting universe, or if you're already fully there, Bet Online's a place to go. And they have all sorts of information. It's not just your one-stop shot for wagering, even though that is 
the place to go to do it. But there's also podcasts, there's injury reports, there's advice, you know, everything you would need in the sports world can be found on betonline.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to get a sign-up bonus. You know, it's, it's a great time of year to be a sports fan. College football is going on. NBA, college basketball now on just about every night. TCU men play Providence on Wednesday evening. Bet online. It's the place for your sports fan. Go there today. All right, so uh, injury updates. Sonny Dykes had his press conference on Tuesday. He said Quentin Johnston looked the best he's looked in a few weeks. And apparently him sitting out of the Iowa State game was really just a precautionary thing. It wasn't, you know, the fact that he couldn't go. He could have played if he had to, but they want to give him a chance to rest and recover and heal a little bit. And so they did that. And so he should be in good shape uh, for the Big 12 championship game. Kendra Miller spoke with the media, and he said he's felt the best that he has in weeks. Um, and Johnny Hodges, the linebacker uh, for the Frogs, he's dealing with a hamstring pull. And they don't know his status. He was supposed to practice today. He did not practice on Tuesday. He was supposed to practice on Wednesday. And they were going to kind of see where he was after that. It's really hard for me to think that he would be a full go a week after a hamstring issue. But it's all about the severity of it. And it might have been a situation where maybe it's something he could have played through under normal circumstances. But since they had that game in hand against Iowa State, they just said, let's not risk everything, anything shut it down, you know, take some time off, and we'll just move forward. So sounds like the team is really healthy. You know, we, we've talked for weeks about how they've gone through this gauntlet. This will be their 11th straight week without a bye week. That's crazy. Just in a, They played an entire football season, essentially, without any time off. And their ability to stay healthy through that has been pretty amazing. Now, they've been nicked up lately. Uh, Darius Davis, you know, had a broken hand. Quentin's been dealing with the ankle. Kendra Miller's been kind of banged up. Tay Barber apparently was banged up last week. They had some sickness the week of the Baylor game. But it sounds like that win against Baylor that they got in in sort of improbable fashion, according to Sonny, really energized this team. Like it kind of helped them see that there was a light at the end of the tunnel, right? There's Okay, there's two more games left now. They got to come back home. Apparently not having class the week of Thanksgiving leading up to the Iowa State game was really helpful for the guys because they just got to sleep in a little longer. And so now they seem refocused and re-energized, and hopefully that carries over into the K-State game. But it seems like the team's in a really good place mentally. Um, okay, so a couple of awards that came out today. So the Golden Arm Award, which is presented by the Johnny Unitas Foundation for the best quarterback in college football, it went to Max Duggan today. Uh, there's a cool video on the TCU football Twitter that shows Max getting the call. It was Johnny Unitas' son who spoke with him about the fact that he won the award. He was part of that, you know, family and got that honor now. And it was it was really cool to see him. It, you know, it's very business-like approach. Max doesn't seem like a guy that shows a ton of emotion outwardly about those types of things. And he commented on how it was a team award. But I said this on Twitter, like I've been wrong about a lot of things through the years. I know some of you are shaking your head right now. Like, yeah, you, you have been. Um, I really missed the mark with Max. Like I publicly, I said, I thought Chandler should get the job. 
privately, I was a little more blunt about it and basically being like, man, if they start Max, I don't know how that's going to go. Like I've, I've seen that story a couple times now and he's just taken off in a huge way. I mean, the coaching staff has done a great job. And Matt asked me the other day, he kind of caught me off guard and I don't feel like I articulated my thoughts very well, but he asked me what I've seen him grow in, grow in the most this year. And in my mind, I think it's just going through his progressions, having a presence about himself in the pocket. But I mean, he looks like a professional quarterback now. And he just, he looks like he's in complete control and yeah, he's still missing some throws from time to time and makes some plays that make you scratch your head. But for the most part, it seems like he has complete control of the offense. He understands exactly what they're trying to do. And he's just been fantastic this year. There's really no way around it. He also won Offensive Player of the Year in the Big 12. And uh, TCU cleaned up on the first team in the All-Big 12 awards, especially on offense. Kendra Miller, first-team All-Big 12 running back. Quentin Johnston, first-team All-Big 12 wide receiver. Alan Ali, first-team uh, All-Big 12 lineman. Steve Avila, first-team 12 first All-Big 12 lineman. Griffin Kell, first-team uh, All-Big 12 kicker. Would not have predicted that before the year either. Darius Davis, first team All Big 12 as a returner. Darius Davis also the special teams player of the year. Um, D. Winters, first team All Big 12 at linebacker. Travis Hodges Tomlinson, first team All Big 12 as a corner. Josh Newton, first team All Big 12 as a corner. And those corners have grown a lot throughout this year. Uh, Travis and Josh have just done a fantastic job for this football team and uh, TCU bringing home a ton of awards today. Johnny Hodges was second team as a linebacker. Johnny Hodges was also named defensive newcomer of the year in the big 12, the transfer linebacker from the Naval Academy. Just all around, they've done an incredible job. I mean, sometimes you have a team that's dominant like this and it's really just a few players here and there that have stepped up in a big way, but honestly across the board, this DCU team has just been fantastic. And it's cool to see the Big 12 coaches recognize that and recognize the team that keeps winning. And then Sonny Dykes was named Coach of the Year in the Big 12, which I think was a no-brainer. Now, Lance Leipold has done a fantastic job at Kansas turning that thing around. They ended up 6-6, six and six, which is a huge improvement from the past couple seasons. But Sonny just did such an amazing job in year one that it's pretty clear he is the guy moving forward. Uh, special treat. Um, so this is dropping on either late Wednesday night or early Thursday. Also on Thursday, supposed to talk with Josh Neighbors from Lockdown Big 12 about the Big 12 championship game. We'll have a couple episodes coming out Thursday and Friday. Previewing this Kansas State game, I'm really curious to see this Kansas State offense especially against the TCU defense that is more well-prepared for Will Howard, of course, Kansas State. Also, has a better idea of what they're doing on offense now with Will Howard at the helm since he's been their starter for the past couple of weeks. Should be a great matchup, top 10 matchup, chance for the Frogs to cement their CFP um, membership for this season, but also just win a Big 12 title and finish the year 13-0. Fantastic job of this team. Want to see them finish the job on Saturday morning. I'm Steven Simcox. This is Lockdown Horn Frogs. We're part of the Lockdown Network. Your team